0: It is good to find All right, so this is probably going to be my last recording for tonight. <clears throat> um, I've been reconciling within myself, and it kind of encouraging you to walk with me down this path, and encouraging us to shift our focus from advocate advocating for people who are ungrateful of our efforts, right? I talk about how as black women are out here like fighting racism and the structure, you know, the system systematic discrimination <clears throat> um you know, and and on the front line and so instead of it being appreciated, I'm noticing and I'm I'm making sure that I'm documenting different examples of how it's black men that are out here saying that we're doing too much, right? And so it's not just something I'm saying. I'm like documenting it, you know, pretty much at this point, almost day by day. And so, but with that being said, you know, I talked about how in the previous case, a lot of people are in an uproar because this 19-year-old who has a, two felony counts, was robbing a car, more than likely has a extensive criminal history, Got, you know, he got slapped around a little bit by one of the um, officers there and stuff. And it's like, it doesn't, I think fighting for black men as a woman pays in dirt. Let the men fight for themselves. If they think that it's that important, let them advocate for themselves. How bad do they want it? We will find out. But I think that we absolutely we need to pull our energy back. Now, that being said. I think that there's a lot of room for us to kind of reshift the focus and think about, like, what's going to benefit me? You know, what's going to benefit, like, my quote-unquote sisters and my collective of, like, our daughters or nieces or cousins or aunties or mothers, that type of thing, right? And so here it is. It's something like this that um we're going to listen to the clip. I'm pretty sure you're going to see it on the thumbnail. And it says, this is out here in California, y'all. Charges dropped. For, and it says for people, but it's actually two cops who dumped a woman's body and they actually set her on fire. Young lady. And she looks younger than 25, actually. She looks way younger, like she's 19, right? And so it's like, where's the advocacy for her? Because with what happened with George Floyd, it's just kind of like BLM was out there. All the women were out there. Like, if you look at the footage, it's mostly women that were out there. It's like, where do black lives really matter do women's black women's lives really matter where are the rest of our voices in making sure that this young lady gets justice for her and her family right and so it says charges against two cops were dropped after they dumped 25 year old Michaela Charlemagne's body in a dumpster and lit it on fire Sharon Reed and Raviana discussed the uh, on Indisputable And so it says, um, California's prosecutors have decided to drop charges against two Antioch. And that's not the first time Antioch has come up in the news, y'all. They straight (laughs) file out there. Um, Police officers were accused of dumping a black woman's body into a dumpster before setting it ablaze. On October 17th, so that would have been, I believe, 2022, because I'm recording this June 22nd, 2023, right? So all this time, there's no outcry. There's no backlash, you know. I um, And so it says officers Ashton Montalvo and D'Angelo Boone were charged with arson and mutilation of human remains after they allegedly moved the body of Michaela Charlemagne 25 to a dumpster and then set the dumpster on fire. Both officers ple- pleaded not guilty. So let's go ahead and play this audio. Um, You probably hear my, my relaxing music in the background. Got the theta waves in there, help me fall asleep. Let me see if I can probably turn some of it down a little bit. <laughs> I just realized it was playing in the background. So let me see if I can turn some of this stuff down just a little bit. Oh my gosh, you guys. Okay, let me see which one is playing the sound waves. Oh, It sounds so relaxing. I love falling asleep, asleep to this so freaking much. You have no idea. Okay, let's go ahead and play this. Dropped.
1: For the people who dumped a woman's body here, um, we'll give you the update. The torch body of Michaela Charlemagne, 25 years old, found last year in Antioch, California. Prosecutors dropped charges against two men accused in the mutilation of her body. The background... On the cause of death. Medical examiner determined that Sharman died of fentanyl overdose, mm. noting that her family had attended all of the court dates in her sister's death, including the preliminary hearing where a judge determined if prosecutors have sufficient evidence to make a defendant stand trial. NBC News with the reporting. Nicole Eason said that during court testimony, Ashton Monteldo and D'Angelo Boone were accused of dumping her sister's body in a dumpster they grabbed from a nearby building after she overdosed at an abandoned apartment in Antioch, <sighs> city of roughly 114,000 northeast San Francisco.
0: Yo, and I'm I probably see him already like in tears. So just oh my god. And and I think part of what's going through my mind is like um I remember when fentanyl was more of like a white people drug, Um, but it's bad. I You know, I have the utmost sustain for people who deal drugs in our communities because this is who it affects, right? It affects our future generations and it sets them up to be vulnerable. Let me keep listening to this a little bit more too because I don't know if it has so much to do with. Maybe they were off duty when they did this to her. And it really does suck too, because just because they wear the uniform or they have that job, doesn't mean that they're good men. Just to be very abundantly clear, right? Oh my God.
1: The men were captured on security cameras, borrowing a dolly from a 7-Eleven, pushing the dumpster four blocks to a paved trail where witnesses from a nearby homeless encampment saw them allegedly pour lighter fluid into the dumpster and set Charman's body on fire, Eason said. Roughly a week later, after her family reported the 25-year-old is missing, Eason said authorities confirmed her
0: death. Okay, so it sounds like she went missing, they found the body, but didn't have a way to really identify. And so they might have done some DNA or whatever type testing and confirmed that it was her that had passed. Oh, you guys, this is so hard. Uh, All right, let me push through. Now, after Mann's family reported
1: the 25-year-old missing, the victim's mother said authorities confirmed her death. She compared the events to labor pains. Mm. I didn't have the joy of getting the baby out, she said. We got death instead charlman's family blasted the da's decision to drop the charges calling the move unacceptable telling NBC news that her family was devastated after learning the detective who helped solve the case was part of the racist tech scandal that plagued
0: the department mm. the sca- hold on so it says um the detective see so i feel like we can address these issues but let's address how they affect us as black women, right? Was a part of the racist um, tech scandal that plagued the department. Wow.
1: Scandal came out after my sister's death. Nicole Eason told NBC News, it shouldn't have had any bearing on the evidence. There's more on the tech scandal in April a Contra Costa County judge released the names of 17 Antioch, California, police officers who stand accused of using racial slurs.
0: Okay, so I, I know it wasn't just me. I was like, yeah, Antioch has been coming up a lot um, for racist stuff. And so, yeah, this is just confirmation. That was in April. Um, I'm, It looks like it would have been 2023. Contra Costa judge released the names of 17 Antioch police California police officers who stand accused of using racial slurs, making racist jokes and sharing racist memes and text threads over a period of two years.
1: Making racist jokes, sharing racist memes and text threads over a period of two years. The list of 17 names also included five officers who are already under FBI investigation for alleged crimes. Judge Claire Mayer declared the list of names doesn't deserve protection under the California Evidence Code. This is such a disturbing one, and it it feels like this family, their loved one who is gone, doesn't matter Uh and wasn't here. It -hmm. just didn't happen. And I'm no detective, Ravana, but if you... uh, It's so gross. Douse a body with lighter fluid. We think it was a body. Okay. I don't know.
0: And what's messed up is, do you think that they just dumped her or do you think that she faced outside of the harm? Because remember, she had to some point been incapacitated, right? She's there with two men. The reason you're going to burn a body, especially if you have cop, cop experiences, is because you're trying to burn DNA on the body. Okay. You
1: no, know, if this young lady was alive at the time, oh. okay you destroy evidence that could tell us more potentially here and that bothers me but the carelessness and what seems to be it seems we don't have every detail but we have enough it seems to be that this mother this family it doesn't feel like they were included consulted or that they mattered
2: yeah that's exactly right and just i mean i feel so bad for the family for the mother and you know i could never even begin to understand the pain that they're going through um, but just want to offer my sympathies. Uh, it really seems like this is a case where, you know, this, the the woman who was, I mean, she either passed away and then her body was desecrated or, you know, potentially she, you know, the autopsy report said that she died of fentanyl, but I mean, how much can you really tell from a body that's been charred? I, I mean, to speak, in, you know, to speak plainly, um, it seems like not only is this a black woman this is a black woman who was you know potentially a a drug user and so she's not getting the respect that she deserves her family is not getting the respect that she deserves and we see this a lot in this country that people who are drug users, particularly people who are drug users and also belong to a minority group, are, uh, you know, viewed as having a moral failing and they deserve what happens to them because of the.
0: And I think it also speaks to, um, like, men's predatory nature, because this is kind of reminding me a little bit of like, the whole Andrew Tate thing, um, where it's kind of like, they go for the most vulnerable people. They You don't think that they don't know that when it comes to black women it that's a you don't think that they knew that this is how it would be treated right, and that it would just be pushed under the rug type of a thing, and then on top of that, the drug use and who's to tell like i don't I don't know to what degree she was you know if her family knew she was using it before, but who's to tell that they didn't use that to drug her and incapacitate her, have their way with her, and then discard of her you know um I, I don't put it past them that there would have been manipulation. And unfortunately, they use their brains to cause harm. And that means that they look for prey and they look for people who are vulnerable. And that means that they're going to go for people who are poor, who don't have, pa- you know, parents in the home that are really kind of savvy and looking out for them. Um, people that have drug use that are on the streets, homeless, right?
2: that moral failing so then anything that happens to them can be excused well mm-hmm. she didn't want this to happen she shouldn't have been taking drugs so it seems like they're they can they think that the police department or the da's office thinks they can be dismissive of what happened to her because
0: and i think that those two cops they know that right it's kind of like the same thing with um all of the missing black women and girls these um and, and there's been studies that show with this too the part of the reason they're targeted is cuz it's kind of like they know that no one's going to come after them. That's the reason why Chicago has like was it like 60,000 untested rape kits? I mean, it's like, "Oh, well, it's a black woman. Nothing's going to be done." Right?
2: In their minds, she's not worth going through this investigation. Her family's not worth this going through this investigation. And clearly they believe that They'll get away with dropping it. They'll get away with dropping the case against the people who desecrated her body, and maybe that's because they believe her family's not going to fight for her, but it, or they think they don't have the resources to legally fight for her, oh. which I think is more likely what's going on in their heads. So, I mean, it's it's horrifying, but I mean that is that is how so many police departments, prosecutors' offices, and elected officials really do view uh, drugs in this country and drug addiction.
1: Sadly, you have framed the black woman drug overdose victim in the way she is not thought of beautifully. You've outlined every layer of this thing. And I don't mean to undermine the medical examiner's mm. conclusion, but I will say that having been a journalist, a news anchor, a reporter on the street, an investigative journalist, I understand that circle and who's in it. Mm -hmm. And these agencies work very close together. And I'm not suggesting there's a conspiracy here. I'm just saying Mm -hmm. that, well, what you said, she's a throwaway. Her family's protest, Mm -hmm. protestations won't matter to us because it is what it is. And we want this to go away. It's not even worth any more time spent, any more heartache for those who are under scrutiny. It just needs to go away. And that's why I believe it's as if she was not here. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: And the fact that several of the key witnesses to the crime were unhoused individuals, I think also plays into the the dismissive nature of the police department. They, you know, these are individuals who police view with very low credibility they view them again it's the same moral failing it's their fault that they're unhoused and and so they see them as someone who you know can't possibly you know testify as to what they saw but they saw what they saw and they know what happened that night and she deserves you know she deserves a trial and they deserve to be punished for what they did to her body
0: so i agree with that um y'all um definitely heavy um content man i hate like i was scrolling down my computer does this for some reason like i'll be scrolling down i'll have it on pause and then right when i get to the comments it starts to play again i did not give it permission to play that so um Let me see here. So some people are just um upset about... If this don't sound like a dusty black male's comment. It says, this is Bernard64, so it's an old dusty busty. He says, we're not getting any respect either. What the fuck is that supposed to mean? The video says the cops burned the woman's body, but they only... <sighs> One day I'm going to learn not to read their comments because, yeah, the, you know what? That was my bad. That was my bad. I, I don't know why I think that I can read a, <laughs> something put together. Like, oh my God. Not, no, I'm not doing that tonight. Um. Yeah, so some people are saying they're infuriated. They're talking about how she was a baby. She looks like she's 19, unless, of course, maybe they're using pictures of when she was younger, too. Um, I think some people are kind of picking up on, you know, how it says people versus cops. A part of me kind of feels like this is something that they did when they were off duty. Um, But still, I don't think that charges should have been dropped, you know, and I think that if if you kind of understand how cops are sometimes too, you don't think that they know that area and they probably spotted her during their shift and they know she's in that area and they just come back and exploit that like you know it um i think that there needs to be an investigation on it um i think that more of us women need to to well so for me what i would have to do is like for example so let me see like antioch Police Department. Police Department. Mm, mm, mm. Y'all. Y'all are not going to believe who's on the thumbnail for Police Department. Do not tell me there's a sheriff, y'all. Mm, let me. We, we about to find out. Is this just a random officer's. Well, well well 1212 I keep telling y'all about these black males in leadership. Guess who's the chief of police? Huh? Guess who's chief of police? A black man. Dr. Stephen A. Ford. So he's the one out here letting the officers go after the did that to a black woman. And let me just check something to see if I can see the pictures of the, um, Antioch cops. Mm -hmm. Let me see if I can see the um, pictures of the two people that were charged. You know, I think that it's time for us to kind of move out of the delusion. Um... In terms of thinking that, you know, having a, a black male in leadership means that they're going to have the best interests of black women at hand. Absolutely not. Because knowing me and how the rest of us black women are, like, I will be damned if you're going to harm anybody from my community and let alone be on my staff. Oh, no. But but that's my personality. I'm, like, very possessive. <laughs> and I'm very loyal to my own you know to my own undoing sometimes but yeah you would think that he wouldn't let them get away with that doing that to a black woman but it counts for nothing so um let me see if i can pull up their names real quick one of them sounded like it could have been hispanic ashton montalvo let me see what comes up for him Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, and, and they're protecting these people. Here's one. Now, now this might be a different case. Contra Harold. Wow, this one straight looks like the hills have eyes. This is for a separate case where he's, like, um, really roughing up a, a... I don't know if it's a male or female... But this was, it says, Former police officer charged with assault. It looks like it could have been to a male. Yeah, y'all, they... This one, it says, Charged with assault after using excessive force on a man who pleaded for medical help during his arrest, right? So, but they're not showing the faces of the, the two people who did this, right? And I'm guessing this is all under this. Now, what's crazy is you would think he would flex his authority and his power, right? How, how are you going to have 17 people in under you giving out racist texts and you're not going to do anything about it? Look at this. Felony cases linked to officers in Antioch Police Department racist texting scandal being dismissed and they have this chief. Y'all so let me see. So so much for that. So then because what I was thinking is I would contact the police department, you know, find out what's going on with that. Um now just to give you an idea of how much they make, so police officers make full time Regular anywhere between one hundred and seven to one hundred and thirty-one thousand per year, which is not you know, um, it's okay. It's not you know, cost of living in California is high. If you're a police trainee, um, you'd get thirty-one dollars an hour. If you're regular, if you're academy graduate or student, you'd get one hundred and seven thousand, and they're giving you a thirty thousand bonus. Um. And so, let me look at the police divisions, y'all. Uh, we have to figure out a way how to advocate. I'm, I don't, I'm pretty sure it's not something I have to reinvent the wheel. But I need to kind of le- le- learn how to be able to kind of just type something up and address people and, and write the letters that I need to. I will definitely keep you posted on that, Um, but (laughs) I'm not going to waste my time, you know, contacting him because that's just no Mm -mm. waste of time unless I make it sound like a complete Karen, you know, email type of thing. Let me see if I can find this other guy's image in here. Yeah, they're not showing him. They're protecting the images of these two guys. So, it is coming back up in the news, you guys. I would say if you can, if, you know, we should be having more views on what's going on when it affects black women. We should be advocating more for ourselves. And I'll I'll be right alongside with you. Like, I'm committed to shifting. And going finishing out the year, kind of like understanding where I need to be, what I need to say. How do I become more involved? But yeah, you know, got to start somewhere. Got to start somewhere. And, um, you know, I feel bad for the family. I always wanted a sister, whether it was an older sister or younger sister. Um, but my niece is kind of like my younger sister, (laughs) Um, and so that's fun, but um, I feel bad for the family. I feel bad for the sister. Um, It sounds like if she was homeless that she, you know, possibly ran away from home, had some substance abuse, but at the end of the day, it's so hard because and, and and this is what's wild too, right? When uh, I know one of my content creators that I listen to, um, simply, she brought brings out how if this was a a Tyrone, a Tyrone Jr. Pookie and Ray Ray Jr. Um, she hasn't spoken about this specific case, but she kind of opened up my eyes to see it. It's like if that was a a Tyrone junior he would have had housing they would have put him in his grandmama's house they would have put him somewhere right and so but with our girls and I get it right but with our girls it's kind of like no you're a drug user you can't stay here no resources no way of plugging in I understand that they have their own dynamics too like if you just want to run away and do that there's only so much you can do but I feel like you do what you can within reason without harming yourself. If you have children, you know, obviously she can't stay around the nieces and stuff like that. But I think that when you start to look at how if this was a if this was a male, you know, again, the community outcry would have been there. Black Lives Matter would have been all over this. There would have been way more coverage, Um, way more black women advocating for it. And like I said, he would have been he wouldn't have been out on the streets. He would have been living in his grandmama's house. Right. Or living in somebody's house, despite all the risk and stuff like that. So there's just some important shifts that we need to have um, for ourselves and look out for ourselves. And I think like even if we before she got to that, if we could have had more programs for her, things to empower her, things to let her know that she can become a better version of herself that she can thrive that she doesn't need validation you know all of the stuff because when you think about why I think um people whether you know gravitate towards drugs use um and again even I think harsher crimes on the people who are distributing this stuff in our communities um they can absolutely rot in hell is how I look at it you know um, destroying our communities, destroying families, destroying people's lives, and stuff like that, taking away from their ability to have their own livelihood. Um, I I have I I have a deep disdain and I deeply abhor that type of behavior. It's right up there with cheating for me, right? Third party energy. It's just, mm. but yeah, y'all. So let me finish listening to my beach wave music. I'm gonna switch up the energy a little bit. Um, encourage you to kind of maybe just take a little bit of time to just put something, you know, on that's going to make you laugh, smile. Um, If I find something, I'll definitely come back on here and and share something with you to kind of just shift the energy a little bit. Um, That's not energy you want to fall asleep with. Um, But um, there is stuff that we need to address. So All right, y'all, be blessed, stay, what is it, moisturized, hydrated, um, carefree for the most part, Um, get out there, get this money, you know, Um, mastermind ways that you can become financially independent for yourself and not having to depend on on men necessarily to get it, and and it's a good feeling, it's a good feeling. (laughs) know when I think about it and stuff like that too and and let's figure out ways to advocate more for ourselves more ways to protect our our young kids that are growing up you know what could we have done to help her you know and I think I would much rather try and know when to back off versus not having anything at all it's kind of how I feel about it I'm not going to recommend that you um I remember one time um and i don't i don't stay out late anymore um but i remember one time oh i remember what it was i was craving some jack-in-the-box y'all i couldn't tell you the last time i've eaten that jack-in-the-box but um but i and usually i would just go get like some tacos or i'd get like a um a croissant and and oh no, I know what it was—the jalapeno peppers, the jalapeno poppers, that was my ish right there, jalapeno poppers. So um, and but I haven't eaten there. It's it, it wasn't my favorite thing, but they were the only one place that would be open at like two in the morning, and so I remember I was driving past my where I was living on the way to jack-in-the-box and I recognized one of the the people was sleeping on a bus bench and um it was a young black woman that actually went to the school where I worked and stuff and I felt so bad I um I When I when I I went to get my food and when I came back, she had left the area. So when I when I went to work the next morning, I called somebody that I trusted in the administration building and I told her what happened. And I said, you know, if you see her, you know, or if security sees her, you know, I want her to come stay at my place because I had two bedrooms and, you know, just to help her get back on her feet um, type of a thing. Cause I didn't want her to be out there in the cold. Well, come to find out the woman said, no, I'm glad you didn't pick her up. It she, it was another black woman. She's older than me too. I went to school with her kids. Her daughters, um, were like three and four years ahead of me and stuff. And I was kind of shocked, but she's like, no, you know, you wouldn't have been able to take care of her because she has mental illness and she comes from a wealthy family. She comes from a very wealthy family, a prominent family, and what happened is she had to take medication and she didn't like taking the meds. She didn't like how they made her feel. So she um would just run away like she would take it, get back on her feet, start to feel better. And then part of the thing is she was really religious, so she felt like she shouldn't be quote unquote doing drugs, you know, in terms of taking the medication, and she felt like god could answer her prayers you know that if she prayed she was highly religious she was a religion major um type of a thing and so that was kind of like the first time i heard someone tell me like no you know if you see her let us know we have um Places where we can take her that she will be safe. And they know how to deal with what she's going through. But she's like, if you put her in your house, she's going to tear your house up. She might assault you and turn on you type of a thing. And I was like, oh, my God. Right. And so, um, like, literally bet- bet- between that day and the next day, they had found her. They had located her and they put her in, in a safe place um, and were just started the rehab process again and had contacted her father, let her know, let them know that she was okay, you know, type of a thing and stuff. So I get it. And I think that we can still look out for each other. Um, but at the same time, I'm, I'm very respectful, you know, that I'm, I don't want to encourage you to put yourself in harm's way, but at the same time there are things that we can do like learning what's available through 411 in your area. Um, type of a thing and, and knowing how to tap into those resources I think it's is one way that we can help each other too so so yeah but, but you know can you imagine I feel so much better like having made that phone call and knowing that I did something and I got the ball rolling you know and acknowledging that she was there versus just like and, and who knows how many nights she had probably been out there you know how long it had been Um, and, and when I tell you it was cold, I remember it was so cold at night. And when I came back, um, to where the bench, cause it wasn't even that far. I want to say it was probably like, like a mile, like a mile. And, um, so went, got the food, came back, she was gone and stuff. So then I was like, oh crap and stuff. And so, um, But at least that's so much better than me not caring or doing anything or finding out what resources were available. And because of that, they were able to actively look for her and know what to do. And that woman, she's really good. Like, Even though she worked in the, I won't go into which department, but she was in the administration building. And so anytime people needed help. And so I learned from her and... At the times when I was more financially stable, I would tell her, you know what, um, here's some money. If anybody needs help paying off their tuition, then, you know, just apply You don't have to tell me who it is. Just make me an anonymous donor. You don't have to tell them that it's me either because I like my privacy <laughs> type of a thing. But, you know, this is how we help each other out, right? And, um, yeah, y'all, so... <laughs> I will talk to you later until the next one. Bye.